0: Hi, and welcome once again to the Cognitive Bias Podcast. I'm your host, David Dillon-Thomas, and today we're going to talk about the modesty bias. Now, the modesty bias is kind of the opposite, as you might imagine, of the self-serving bias, and frankly, a lot of the biases we've talked about this uh season have been very much about me, 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 and how awesome I am. Um, this bias is the opposite. The, this bias says, hey, I took a test and I passed. Gee, that must have been an easy test. The teacher must have been taking it easy on me. Whereas if I fail the test, oh, I'm such an idiot. So uh, with the, when the modesty bias is in effect, you're blaming yourself for failure, but if there's success, you you attribute it to others. Now, one of the things I find really curious about this bias, uh, other than the fact that we can actually have oppositional biases in our lives that are, we aren't hardwired to necessarily go one way or another. And we'll talk a little more later about what may or may not determine which bias we fall for. But, uh, what what really interests me about this bias when I was reading examples of it, um, they all looked like good leadership, right? They looked like, or at least the sort of modern, you know, equivalent, um, uh, when you sort of take leadership seminars or whatever, they talk about how like a good leader will attribute success to their team, um but attribute attribute failure to themselves right um and that's certainly not across the board in terms of the examples we have of leadership, you know, right now, but in the sort of seminar world of like, you know, management theory and management consulting or whatever. Um, and I think this is legitimately true. Uh, the, you know, the the good leader is one who is going to spread success across their team, but but to take it upon themselves, you know, if if, if things go wrong, right? It's about the buck stopping with them. Um that is, in a nutshell, the modesty bias. So I don't know if that, like, validates it or says, you know, in a certain context it's a good thing. That would seem plausible to me. I think most biases under just the right contexts actually can be good. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that, that, just, that, that kind of stood out to me. And um, a few studies to, to look at here. One I found interesting is that Chinese students uh, in one study were found to be more popular At their school, if they displayed the modesty bias, which, again, isn't much of a surprise. If you look at the season, we've been talking about how social biases in particular do tend to skew differently in different cultures. So in a collectivist culture, mostly Eastern cultures, um, where the group is more important than the individual, it would make sense that the modesty bias would be considered a positive thing and the self-serving bias might be considered, you know, inappropriate. Um, the, where this gets interesting, and I'll be honest, I still haven't completely unpacked these studies, but uh, so I can only kind of give you the, the, the rough brushstrokes of it. Um, there's this concept called um, attitude achievement paradox. And what it basically boils down to is you have communities where, um, and the studies I've seen have been, frankly, mostly black communities that they've been looking at, where um, school is considered to be important, but achievement is low. Um, and... I'll be honest, there's a whiff of racism in some of these studies. Um, uh, And as they sort of, and what's funny is as you sort of look into them, like, the deeper they go, they're like, yeah, at a very high level we see this paradox, but when you look more deeply at kind of the concrete situations, it starts to just make more sense. And having just finished season four of The Wire, I'm like, yeah. Um, (laughs) But, but there is this paradox, and one of the um, angles they put on it is the modesty bias, and the way that they've put an angle on that is looking at it cross-culturally. So there's one study I'll link to in the, on our Our Facebook page in the show notes. Um, By the way, I keep forgetting to say the Facebook page is facebook.com slash cognitive bias podcast. If you ever want to find the episodes, the show notes, that's all there. Um, Anyway, uh, they looked at it cross culturally to sort of see okay, is this same paradox kind of playing out in different cultures? What other things are factoring in? And there's one really interesting quote. Um, from that study, uh, it says high achieving countries are characterized by high salience of modesty norms, but a lower level of enjoyment of math. So they looked at modesty bias in these different, uh, cultures, and then they also looked at how much people enjoyed, I think math was sort of the, the topic there, the topic they were focusing on, how much they enjoyed, actually enjoyed math. And so apparently if you find a country where modesty bias is sort of rewarded, um, but people don't really like math that's where you're going to find the highest, uh, achievement rates. Interesting result. I don't, I don't really know what to make of that, but that's, I don't know. That's interesting. It, it's almost as if, if the culture is if the culture is rewarding you for a thing, whether you like it or not, you'll get better at the thing. I don't know. That's, that's my takeaway. Uh, in any case, there's a lot more to unpack there. Um, but, uh, today I really just wanted to sort of say that, that the modesty bias has this interesting sort of, you know, side effect, or it can be an interesting lens to look at some of these other issues. But, uh, for this week, that is all for the cognitive bias podcast. I'm your host, David Dylan Thomas, and we will see you next time.